0: Where do I go from here? Amid the crazy that has tangled my mind and twisted my aching heart, it's the loudest question of all. My forehead rests on the window of the train, and my eyes watch blankly as the blackness races past, and the consistent rocking sways me into a numb haze. Run home. It's what my instinct is telling me to do, because, for the first time since I left my small village, centering my attention on a past that I fought hard to leave behind seems so much easier than trying to make sense of what is happening now. My eyes close, and the darkness I find opens the floodgates. Visions of Becca, and memories I don't want to have steaming forward. His face, so handsome, yet angelic. His smile so wicked, his passion so addictive, and the feelings he unearthed in me, all unexpected, but all thrilling. He found me, and then he lost me. He filled me with hope and drive, and then he cruelly ripped it away. He's ruined me. Because if I don't win this battle, Eleanor, I'll feel like I've thrown away the chance of something fucking incredible. My eyes open. Something incredible. It was. We were incredible. And that makes me hate him all the more for stealing back the gift he gave me. The gift of life. I took you to Countryscape because I wanted you to see what no one else sees. My swallow was lumpy, my heart in agony. I saw him. I saw what he doesn't want anyone else to see. He let me in. Becker didn't only expose his desperation to find the lost sculpture, his sweet con artist skills or his crooked business dealings. He exposed his weaknesses his vulnerabilities, his secrets, his pain. It was a potent mix that when all combined made me fall head over heels for him. And loving him made every wicked facet of him acceptable. Trust me, Eleanor. Please, you need to trust me. But you scared me. I say to myself, like you might be able to hear me from London. I thought I had figured out who Becca Hunt was. All of it shocking, but more so thrilling. And then... My hand goes to my wrist and rubs, feeling his harsh hold pinning me to the floor. I close my eyes and see his balaclava-covered face I hear myself begging for my life. Please don't hurt me. He told me he would try not to break my heart. He didn't say he would try not to break me. He never warned me that by being involved with him, I could be in danger. I dived in feet first. I knew the risks. His reputation as a modern day Casanova didn't scare me away. His ruthless con-artist skills didn't have me bolting like they should have. I felt too alive, too drawn, too deep. I was blinded by his bold, fearless approach to life and business. And now I'm more lost than the piece of treasure he so desperately needs to find. And just like the sculpture, I hope he never finds me. I reach up to my chest and try to massage the hurt away, knowing deep down that if Becca wants to find something, he'll find it. The brakes of the train kick in, screeching and jolting me from my whirling thoughts, and I glance up as the darkness ends and the grimy platform of a station appears. The thought of moving, of talking some life into my muscles, brings on another level of despondency. Because moving, requires energy and I feel drained dry. On a sigh, I disembark with the rest of the passengers. I tell myself that daughters naturally run to their mum when they're in a crisis, no matter what their age or what the crisis. I hate that I'm in a crisis and I hate that it feels like such a mammoth one. It's time to go home.